Welcome to CooperCast, Simon and Garfunkel Part 2, Manhattan and L.A. This is your host, Al's web turtle, John Sachs. In this episode, Al talks about being the first person to hear Bridge Over Troubled Waters and much more. Well, I'll tell you another story. This was in New York, maybe around the time I was in the Blues Project. And he called me at around five in the morning. And I said, what now? He said, I just wrote the best song I ever wrote. I'm very excited. He said, can you come over? I said, yeah, I just got to get a cab. Because I was downtown and he was uptown. So he was on like 90th Street and I was on 12th Street. So I, I was up anyway. And I, I, got a, I got a cab. So I had to ride from 12th Street to 95th Street. And the sun was just coming up. And it was very beautiful. So I came in, I sat down, and he had an acoustic guitar, and he played me Bridge Over Troubled Water, which wow. he had just finished that night. And the reason that he called me is because I turned him on to all this gospel music I was listening to, black gospel music, spe- specifically yeah. a group called the Swan Silvertones. They have a, a, a version of Oh Mary, Don't You Weep. And the lead singer ad-libs, I'll be your bridge over troubled water if you trust in my name. So he had borrowed my Swan Silvertone albums. And that was also one of the reasons I went up there. I wanted my albums back. And But that's where that song came from and that line. And then I think... Maybe later they were able to get the lead singer of the Swan Silvertones to to sing on something they did. I'm not sure about that. But I was a tremendous gospel music fan, black gospel music fan. And so uh, I had all their records. They were my favorite gospel group. I'm going to write it down, Swan Silvertones. They were fantastic. I mean, at just the point when the sun was coming up, it was, it was, you know, it was like a scene from a movie. You know, it was, it was a humbling experience to hear that song for the first time. I'm guessing 66. Did you guys go and get breakfast or what? No, we just sat and talked for a few minutes and then I um, went home because he, he'd been Would up you, all did... night. I'd been up all night, but, but I, do the, I did that all the time. I remember one time I went to... Uh, Los Angeles, and they had rented a house there for the summer. They must have been working on something. And so I went up to their rented house, and the Manson murders had happened like maybe two nights before. And I said, I don't know about you, I said, but I'm out of here. I said, I said I'm out of here tomorrow. They said, well, we have to, yeah. we have to stay. I said, they were doing an album or yeah, something? Yeah, they were working on something. And they had rented them this, you know, this house, probably not unlike the house that Manson hit. Right. And I was thinking, I don't care what they did. I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if I was them. Well, they hadn't caught Manson's people They didn't yet. even know the name Manson. Well, I saw art. I had lunch with Art 
and his son and the guy that used to manage Simon and Garfunkel because I, I, I knew him as well back in the old days. And Art was playing a show in Boston under his own name. And so he invited me to lunch and also his manager, who I hadn't seen in years, Mort Lewis, L-E-W-I-S, mm. was there. And I hadn't seen him in a long time either. And, and uh, I, I adored Mort Lewis. I, I thought he was a great guy. It was great to see him again and Art. And then uh, one of Art's sons, who I think sings in Art's show, was there for the lunch as well. So it was a lot of, you know, with Mort and me, it was uh, quite a homecoming. This has been Coopercast, Simon and Garfunkel Part 2, brought to you by the Swan Silvertones. Look for more episodes coming up and subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or just about any podcast distributor. And do tell your friends.